You're listening to the Carterville Church Life Podcast. I love our church family, and I hope that you do too. Our goal is that the episodes of this podcast would keep us connected and focused while we're scattered for our week on missions together. I hope that you're blessed by what you hear today. Hey, church family. Welcome back to the podcast. I am so glad to have you tuned in today. I'm looking forward to this Sunday. I hope to see you there. And while we're gathering, we're going to be talking about the Holy Spirit. So in the book of Acts, we're making a big turn this week. Up until now, we've been reading about what happened in Jerusalem while the church was still in the city where everything started. But this week, we're going to take a huge leap outside the city of Jerusalem and begin to explore how the gospel spread outside the walls of the church. And our first story is going to follow a strong movement of God's Holy Spirit. So I just want to talk today a little bit about the Holy Spirit. We'll be looking at Philip's life on Sunday, but today I want to read the Great Commission. So I did baptism counseling this afternoon, and as I was talking to the young man that's getting baptized, you know, we were reading the Great Commission together. We were reading some other key Bible passages together, and I just really was struck by the power of, of one truth from the Great Commission, and that is what I want to share to you today. It's all about the Holy Spirit and the Great Commission. So, church, we're called to be disciple-makers. What's the role of the Spirit? Well, first, let me begin by reading the Great Commission to you. Many in our church you know, know the Great Commission by heart. I'm confident that a lot of you have memorized it, but maybe some of you have not. So, the Great Commission can be found in Matthew chapter 28, verse 18 to verse 20. These are the last words of Jesus to the disciples in Matthew's gospel. He's already died on the cross for our sins. He's risen from the grave to give us eternal life. Now he's meeting with the disciples, and in the Great Commission, he gives the church our job. And here it is. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go up and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. So the Great Commission is a call from Jesus for believers, every believer, to go and make disciples. That means that everybody listening to this podcast who is in Christ, everybody who's been saved, our task is to make disciples of all the nations. Sure, we do that sometimes in church and in, in the pew. We do that sometimes in our Sunday school, Sunday school and small groups. But a lot of you do that one-on-one or one-on-two or one-on-three as you shape the lives intentionally of other believers who are trying to learn to live like Jesus. So the job is make disciples. What does it look like? Well, we baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, marking them in that they now have given control of their life to this God who is Trinity, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Second, we teach them to obey everything that Jesus commanded. And the Spirit reminds us of what Christ has commanded. So even in the teaching, the Spirit is there. But what I want to show the church today is this. The Great Commission begins and ends with very important promises. So Jesus says, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. So before the Great Commission is given, Jesus tells the church that he has all the authority in heaven and on earth. So believer, I want you to know that as you make disciples, you're going in the authority of Jesus Christ. He has the power to carry it out because he has the authority. Also, the mission that you're on, you're authorized by Jesus. Don't be bashful or ashamed of it. 
So as a believer, we're following the mandate of King Jesus Christ. We're operating on his behalf, at his wish. We're doing his will under his authority and with his power. So that's how the Great Commission begins. But look at how the Great Commission ends. You skip all the way down to the last words. And Jesus says, surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. So Jesus is alive and well, ruling the church in the right hand of God. And as we try to make disciples on earth, Jesus wants his believers to know that we're not doing that by ourselves. He is with us. And I wonder in what way are we able to abide in Christ? In what way is he with us? And my response to that most naturally is to the gift of God's Spirit, that Christ has given us the Holy Spirit, which reminds us and convicts us and empowers us and comforts us, but also actuates the presence of God in our life. So Jesus tells us in the Great Commission that while we're making disciples, He is with us always. And for me, I want to remind our church that as you make disciples, as you follow the whims of God into the highways and to the hedges of the pine belt, as you raise up new believers, as you walk to the baptistry soon to share, to watch as somebody shares in baptism with Jesus, somebody that you led to Christ, I just want to encourage you, you are not alone. The Spirit is with you. You'll never be alone. So the Great Commission begins with a reminder of the authority that we're operating in, and it ends with a promise that we'll never be left alone in the job. So church family member, as we prepare to gather for the res- to celebrate the resurrection of Jesus on the first day of the week this Sunday, I can't wait to see you. We'll be talking about the, how the Holy Spirit led the church outside the walls. And as he leads you outside the walls to make disciples, follow the Spirit. I cannot wait to hear what God does in your life. God bless you.